This podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate Valley. For more criminally compelling shows, articles, and conversations, head to wearepodsyndicate.com. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I'm ready to party. Good morning, Vietnam! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Magic myth on the wall. Who is the fairest one of all? Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. I don't know if I've ever been happy about just staying in and watching movies than today. Yeah, it's been awful weather, but I've been the lucky person to not actually leave this house. That's true, I did leave you for a bit. You have left the house for a few hours. Yeah, it is. This Sunday has been horrendous otherwise. But hello, let's try and keep energy high. Energy's high. Hello and welcome to His Film, Her Movie. We are a podcast. We are a movie podcast. We are. Sorry, I was yawning there. I was <laughs> I, tired. I'm Jordan. <laughs> I'm Lauren. And yes, we are a movie podcast that you can enjoy. Why whenever, else would you listen to a podcast? Whenever, wherever. Sometimes not suitable for children. That's it. That is it. Well, actually, no. I think we're always suitable for children. I just feel like maybe you have different levels of swearing that you allow your child to listen to maybe possibly Depends we we have the explicit tag on our podcast anyhow do we, oh, we okay. do just in case just in case we all know that's because of me <laughs> <laughs> but we no, so we normally take a situation both pick a film discuss it but because there's a five or a zero and on the end of this episode this episode we are history makers. Yeah. Now we obviously promised to get into our Christmas coverage this this week with um, quintessential Christmas movies, but we, we completely did. forgot. We forgot, though. We did finish watching this film yes. whilst I was doing Christmas decorations. Yes. So I'm going to say Christmassy. Yeah, I don't think you can call this film Christmassy. The film's not Christmassy. <laughs> I was trying to give it a Christmas mood, right. since I also was putting up decorations whilst listening to a horror and murder podcast. Yes. Um, I've had a very weird day. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's great. But yeah, so we are doing History Makers, and what we do with these episodes is we we take the date, really, and try and find some historical events around that date that there has been a movie adaptation of, or yes. a representation of we've covered marie antoinette we've, we've co- um, covered pride. pride and um the nuremberg trials yes so we record this it comes out on a monday but we record this on a sunday which is the 8th of december uh-huh. now on the 7th of december 1941 yep was the events of pearl harbor mm-hmm. so we do, we've done something that we haven't done before and that's watch a film, and we're going to discuss in a film that both of us hadn't seen. Both of us have not seen this film before. So, yeah, obviously, giving the events, we chose 2001's Pearl Harbor, directed by Michael Bay and written by Randall Wallace. Yes. Starring Ben Affleck, um, Josh Hartnett, Kate Beckinsale, Michael Shannon, I mean, one Alec Baldwin, one of the Baldwin, Alec Baldwin, Alec Baldwin, just to name a few. 
So we can get into that a bit later. But before we do, I just want to mention that obviously we always sort of pimp our own social medias yes. for it, so which is um, His Film, Her Movie on Instagram, His Film, Her Movie, sorry, His Film, Her Movie podcast on Instagram, yeah. His Film, Her Movie on Twitter. Yeah. But as we've mentioned a few times, we are part of this new podcast network, um, Pod Syndicate. So just, as I said, just go out there and see if you want to follow us on Twitter. It is at Pod Syndicate. Um, they do a lot better at Twitter than what we do. Yeah, they. they I am not great with Twitter. They, they try and lead discussions and polls and questions. It's a and lot. It's really good. It's very interesting, and you'll get to see that all the other podcasters we all try and interact. Yes. And have conversations on it, so you can kind of get a glimpse into the lives of everybody else who's in this absolutely, little syndicate. Absolutely, absolutely, and you can check out all those podcasts over at Pod Syndicate as well. Yes. I don't think we have any other housekeeping, really, do we? Um, no other housekeeping. That was the main thing. Um, it is 17 days until Christmas. It is. We haven't finished Christmas shopping. No. And everybody we know is coming down with the flu. It's going to be great. It's, it's going to be, be great. It's totally not stressful. <laughs> um, I'm personally just in a bubble at work, if anybody sneezes near me, I'm just going to spray them with, like, Dettol. That's it. So, I just can't get but, it all. No. But also, if you want to get into the Christmas mood and you haven't yet... Yes. The first episode of your new feature came up. If So, if you if, if you listen yeah. to this and you haven't, just it's it's on the same feed and... It's you, Lauren's cheese board. It's a Christmas cheese board. It is my Christmas cheese board. So, where you discuss... Well, what I'm doing is I'm going for the films that are s- straight to Netflix. Yeah. Um, or as back in the day, straight to DVD. And watching them, and I'm giving them a rating on a cheese board, which is from the really boring standard brie down to the really stinky blue cheeses. So if it's a good film, I'll get a good stinky cheese. If it's a bad film, I'll get a boring cheese. And um, for the truly horrific films hoping i won't have to put up with one of those but for those they'll get a dairy lee cheese slice yes because it has no place on a cheese board and that would have no place being a film out in the world and that's it so your first episode went up last tuesday it did you covered um the royal sorry a Christmas Prince, Christmas and Prince, and a Christmas Prince, the Royal Wedding. Yeah, so definitely, if you want to get your get in the jolly spirit, you can go back and listen to that. And it's only fifteen minutes. Fifteen long. minutes long. Nice yeah. little quick one. Um, I try to keep it very, very brief. Yeah. So they're just gonna be little bite-sized ones. If you get, you know, if you want to listen to our my lovely voice. Yes, week. exactly. So I will be doing the next one that'll be going up in the next few days. And then we'll see. We'll go from there. On from there. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like one of those mind torture things, though. <laughs> like there's a lot. I I picked those two films because they've got quite good, yeah, yeah. Uh, reviews of people. Yeah, they're schmaltzy and everything, but people tend to quite like them. Well, they're making the third one, a Christmas baby. That's now out. Well, that yeah came out a couple of days they ago. Came out Friday, I yeah. think Thursday or Friday. So I have to review that one next. Um, I think, but yeah, 
Some of them are shockingly bad. It's like a kind of torture. Yes, but we might as well ca- we'll carry on with the show. Yes, we will. We'll move um, on to Pearl Harbor, which, as I said, isn't Christmassy. <laughs> no, it's not. Even though it takes, it's not even one of those. Things. It takes part around Christmas. It's technically a Christmas movie. It's no, not it's even not. a Christmas tree. Not even a Christmas tree. Actually, there is some Christmas decorations. Is there? I remember seeing some. Um, but yeah, you can't really class this as a Christmas movie. But what we'll do is we'll have a short break and we'll be back to discuss the film in a few. CSVP Combat Player One, choose your character Tired of film and television podcasts where the hosts exist in a blissful state of agreement? Player Two, choose your character While you're in luck Punter Round One, fight Allow me to introduce you to the Chinstroker vs. Punter podcast Featuring two film and television fans from Birmingham, England who enjoy their media in very different ways. <laughs> but anyway, that brings us to the end of the plot of Blue Velvet. The plot. I mean, the is... main characters are two of the dullest main characters I have ever encountered in any film. <laughs> so join us as we catch up on what we've been watching from our own very different perspectives. Double KO. Round two. Fight. You can find us at csvsp.libson.com. Also on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, all the places that podcasts can be found. Just really It's isn't. not visually striking. No. I just just getting confirmation. It's just in English. That's the third time though. I mean, am I, is this on? The Mulberry Boys, every Friday night. On the show, you better know they keep it tight. ETL is back and the J-Strim's in the zone. Introduce the co-host, he doesn't do it alone. PCZ is about to hold court. You know he's on the headset, you can hear him snort. Pop culture movies, TV shows and games. Rotten Tomatoes reviews news and Blu-rays. Foggy don't play around, he will bust a drop fast. Welcome to the Entertainment Landfill Podcast. The Jason and Steven Show. It's the Jason and Steven Show. What? The Jason and Steven Show. It's the Jason and Steven Show. So yeah, as I said at the beginning of the show, this is 2001's Pearl Harbor, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Bay joint. So AKA the man who likes explosions. The man who likes explosions, yes, absolutely. So he tells the story of 
um, Danny and Rafe. Who, is, that what, is that what the other guy was called? Yeah. Danny. Danny. Yeah. So Josh Hartnett was Danny, Ben Affleck was Rafe. So these are two childhood friends who join the Air Force. Air Force, yeah. Now... American Air Force. American Air Force, of course, yeah. And, of course, they, they have... There's a love interest with Kate Beckinsale. They get deployed so to Pearl Harbor after Ben Affleck goes off to fight the, in World War Two for, for the Brits. Yeah. Things happen. I don't really want to get into it because, because it doesn't really matter, it really. In the nicest way, we all know what happens. Yes. This is just like a bit of fluff around, around the historical yeah. event and then what goes after the historical event so so what did you think about this god where the hell do i start with this so me me and you we move in very different circles or we did before yeah i know people who love this film right like it's a beautiful film it's so good it's so lovely you like i've heard this film is utter crap and i'm like well i'm sticking with your friends because Oh my! Michael Bay has the the setting, um, like the sets, beautiful. The ships look amazing. How he's shot it in the aeroplanes and the points of view, uh, wonderful. Everything, all the big stuff, brilliant. Oh my god, the people! Yeah. Oh, come. Okay, I think the first thing we need to discuss is that goddamn relationship. Yes. Okay. So, Kate Beckinsale falls for Ben Affleck. He goes off, fights the British, and crashes his plane. And seemingly dies. Seemingly dies. She gets told. She gets told he's dead. Yes. By Josh Hartnett. Hartnett. For some reason I want to call him something else then. By Josh Hartnett. Okay. So she believes he's dead. A few months later, she starts getting on with Josh Hartnett. Which you think, right, okay, that's the guy, your man's best friend. Yeah. But he's he's dead. She's like, she's starting to move on. They've obviously got that, they find each other attractive and they've obviously got the emotional yeah, connection. Yeah. So you can see why that would happen. Um. Then Ben Affleck miraculously comes back and is pissed off. He's like, why didn't you wait for me? Because you were dead. She thought that you were dead. You know, what is she waiting for? Zombies to rise up and for you to come back and find her? No, you were dead. She started to move on. And yes, I understand that it's upsetting that she's moved on with your best mate and everything. But it was just so complicated. And then she's like, oh, I love you. And I love you. And I'm pregnant with your baby. And then it all ends. And it's like, oh, like Josh Hartnett, spoiler alert, dies. So then she goes back to Ben Affleck and raises Josh Hartnett's kids with him. It's like, how complicated is that poor child's family? It's it's in the nicest way possible, and I don't want to be I don't want to come across as elitist. It's like a council estate relationship <laughs> told over this historical epic. It really, really is, alright? Um I'm disappointed that she wasn't in pyjamas and, and a dressing gown for more 90% of it because that's how she was with a tab out of her mouth with a little tab and a kind of special room <laughs> that's how it would have been played out 
it was just so bad and it's like you you don't need a man this for me this film actually borders on so bad it's good in a way the, <laughs> the only thing that i believe stops it from being that is the fact that it's 183 minutes long three hours and it, it's three hours of bad it's the people are so not the main part of this movie that no. nobody cares about them. They aren't well rounded. The, the performances <laughs> for the cast. I mean, I do like Ben Affleck. I do like Josh Hartnett. I do like Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, I like all of them individually. But even Alec Baldwin comes off and he delivers some absolute stinkers as oh. lines. But for me, it's I'm a Michael Bay fan. I know. Tra- yeah. tra- Transformers movies, apart from the first one aside, yeah, they aren't great. And um, but his earlier stuff, Bad Boys, Armageddon, mm-hmm. um, even The Island stuff like that, I do quite like, and I do like his visual style. It's very unique, and nobody does Michael Bear uh, like Michael it, Bear. It, it looked wonderful. Well, and that I mean that could be an issue as well. But what I love is the first opening shot is a plane against the sunset, mm-hmm. a silhouette of a plane against the sunset, and it's just okay. We're in a Michael Bear movie, yeah, and. The casting it seems so. I mean, yes, Ben Affleck played um, with Michael Bay on Armageddon with his so, tiny teeth. With his tiny teeth. I had to Google. That was hilarious. <laughs> I did not know that. But the casting just feels, and again, it's it feels very studio. It feels very. It's the turn of the century. It's got all the hottest young talent yep. in one movie, and it just doesn't work. There's no chemistry between Affleck. And Hartnett, no. like you can't really guess that they're friends. No, um, even with Kate Beckinsale and Ben Affleck, oh, to be honest, it's it's stale. Every single relationship is stale. Like we're supposed to get this idea of camaraderie about this brotherhood, but you don't get that. You do not get that whatsoever. Um, and it starts. It opens up, and it's. It's trying to be funny, and you've got this this opening. Well, not opening, but you've got a hospital scene within the first fifteen minutes, and it plays like so juvenile and so sort of mm. so so boy and in in the worst way. Yeah, it's interesting to think about what this film's trying to be, and it, it is trying to be this sort of big prestige picture. You, you would think that mm. they were trying to win Oscars with this movie. They did not win Oscars with this movie. And yeah, you do not have the right person to d- direct that sort of a prestige picture. There's no emotion behind exactly. it. Exactly. But the thing is, the script is that bad as well. Like, I don't <laughs> think, I don't think Michael Bay is at fault for some of the dialogue, for no. the way the characters work out and the way they interact. He does what he does best, which is shoot action and shoot everything like it's. A hero shot. It is everything. Was it like as soon as you mentioned that when we were walking, watching it halfway through, it was like, oh my god, everything is like, look, I'm American. I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna save the day. And we discussed this. We we're discussing about um, the difference between this film and the British film Dunkirk. Yeah. And obviously, both set World War Two, similar times. Tragedies. Both tragedies, huge losses losses of life, um, really harrowing. But Dunkirk, it feels so much more real because Ben Affleck was constantly like, I'll do it. 
I'll save the day and I will be the strong man. And look, it's me with an explosion behind me and I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Woo. Amazing. Dunkirk, for God's sake, like, I even liked Harry Styles in Dunkirk because he wasn't Harry Styles. He was a scared young boy on the front line, desperately fighting for his life and just trying to survive. That is how, that's how war is according to everything that you read from different people who have survived this. They're like, we didn't know what we were doing. It was literally a case of just get through the next five minutes, get through the next five minutes, just get through it and then just just get out. Well, where, it, where, where Ben Affleck is, literally says the words, get me into a plane. Yes. So he, he's wanting to be the hero. And yes, and I don't believe that there's really that many people but, out there like that. No, and it's it's that sort of beat in your chest, sycophantic sort I'm of amazing. I'm yeah and it never quite sits right with this movie and it, it, it's it shouldn't be that movie no. it's it feels like yes it's called Pearl Harbor but that's all the director really was interested in yeah. was showing that event yes it, everything else like I, I marked down we were watching 53 about 53 minutes in and nothing had really happened <laughs> and you're just thinking, I'm spending all this time with characters that I have absolutely no feelings for. And do you know what? It's not like I hated the movie. It's just, it's, it's not that yeah. it's badly made. It's just so badly written that it needed a good few more rewrites to say, right, okay, we, we've got to draw these out a little bit more. Do you know what I think it would have been good as? Like, like how Dunkirk is, you get a little bit of the characters, but it's mainly... At this time, this happened. At this time, this happened. Yeah. I feel like this film would have been amazing. Like, just to show the... Just to show... It's like... This for, is what they were doing in the government. This is the intelligence that they were getting. None of this crap about band of brothers and relationships. It's, for me, it's... Yeah, if you just wanted to show a 90-minute movie of the actual attack, of just how people were trying mm-hmm. to survive at that time and and whatever happened, like Dunkirk, is. it... See, the characters in Dunkirk, yes, you feel for them, but it's more you feel for them because of the event. There's no massive character arcs. No. There's no sort of... There's no... Um, there's no, like, love interest. Is yeah. There? No, no, I don't know, no. no. I don't think there is. If there is, it, it, it's it's very brief past well, that's it. The, the, the plot of Dunkirk really isn't there because that's not... It's not there to tell a story. No. It's there to try and harken back to what it could have been like yeah, at that time to give a voice and a vision to people who and that's it and the thing is with, with Pearl Harbor it's the first thing I think is in Michael Bay's mind I think with all of his movies and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't but is how does it look good mm-hmm. where that shouldn't be in your mind like from Michael Bay shouldn't have made this movie no it, no. He's not the right sort of no, a, a filmmaker. I feel like he for... should have made parts of this movie. See, I don't. See, we can get into this because um, I, I was a very good um, YouTuber called Patrick Williams. Mm-hmm. And he did a huge, like, near hour long analysis of Mike, Michael Bay's career and how he's an auteur and a, an American artist and stuff like that. But he talks about Pearl Harbor and he, met, he says something which I didn't really think about and I, he hits it right on the nose and he's saying that 
the film doesn't really get going until the Pearl Harbor attack. Yeah. Until the explosions happen. Yeah. And then after that, Michael Bay is having a ball. <laughs> yes. He but is. he shouldn't be. No, he shouldn't be. You know what I mean? So you're seeing all this this movie. And it's, it looks great. And everybody's like, wow, look at this. Where for me, this came three years after Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Right. Think about the opening sequence of Saving Private Ryan compared seen to this. Saving Private Ryan. Okay. So I've f- heard it. My dad used to play it at full blast in the house. So the first 15 minutes when they storm the beaches of Normandy, it is one of the most visceral cinematic experiences because you get the the feeling of what it would be like in there and it is there's there's, there's no sunset there's no sort of be, great sort of hero shots mm-hmm. it's it looks like the worst place on earth yeah you've got people dying you've got people sort of screaming bullets going through everywhere it's very sensory so you actually get like do you know for example if um a big explosion happens and you get that sort of tinnitus the, the yeah t- all that's included and that's what this film should have looked like. It should yeah. have been like showing the structure, not showing a Hollywood blockbuster version of that. Because yeah, is right. it a bit disrespectful when you're seeing all these people mowed down in the more, one of the most glorious looking shots ever? It's like these real people. Yeah, it's a real tragedy. It's not an alien attack. It's not sort of these people are sort of just red shirts. Yes, and I get that because yeah, there was parts of it like when they're afterwards and they're trying to save the guys in the ship mm. and ben affleck's there again holding people's hands it's like and, and he it, doesn't need to be there he really doesn't and that scene in particular when they're you they're trying to get them out of this ship which is sinking the arizona and there's a small hole and they're trying to get into it and you can see the hands all coming out now that was so over stylized and over scored yes. like the music was so it's like just give that an actual, like maybe a five minute scene of them trying to get that because that's very suspenseful. It is. And that's, well, at the end, it's heartbreaking, but it doesn't spend near enough time telling you this, like, this, this story. It's, it's a this, few like, minutes. Yeah, tiny little story. Yeah, it doesn't have the impact that it should. Like, you should really be sad when you see the, the hands sort of go limp, mm-hmm. but, but it's just one thing being thrown at a screen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a very interesting film to watch because it's it is so overly patriotic, oh my which God. is the, which is the American way as well. Which it is the American way, but, and I get that. I think it's brilliant to love your country and everything else. But oh, Jesus Christ, it's it's so. It's trying to be powerful, but it becomes comedic. Yeah, it, it comes in as if like, and then we won the war. Because they actually said, pretty much said, America won the war. Yeah. It's like, mm, did you though? But it's, yeah. Did it's... you? You started fighting a slightly different war to the rest of us. And we had been fighting it for a lot longer. So you helped. Yeah. But it was a it was a team effort, and really, if you jumped in maybe a little bit earlier, it wouldn't have gone on for quite as long. It's yeah, it's it's so bad where you've got these scenes 
unfold and like there must be so many different motivational speeches in this movie oh i gave up i wasn't motivated like i love the one where after pearl harbor ag baldwin has josh hartnett and ben affleck in the in his office mm-hmm. and he's saying have you ever heard of top secret and i'm pretty sure this is a paraphrasing but it's ben affleck says it's like yes it's a type of job that gets you medals but they said them to your parents and it's Oh, I missed that bit. I was too busy putting baubles in. Uh, on but it's like you, you, with that line, you can see that the writer sort of patted himself on the back and thought that was a really good line of Ugh. of how sort of perilous these these things are. But it's just so it feels at times like parody. It is. What's that um, parody of Top Gun? Oh, Hot Shots. Hot Shots. It's like hot shots, but a little bit more dramatic. It is. It's part of it. Part it, it does feel like pot, pot shots. Hot, hot shots. shots. Isn't pot shots that that old that old pool thing? I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. But yeah, it is. It's such. If this film was ninety minutes and it was as bad as it is, I would. I think I would actually quite like. I would love it. Yeah. Because it would be just so over the top and over dramatic, and you would get sucked in by it. Crapness. Yeah. But it's only 90 minutes. But it's this is three hours long and you just feel like, okay, well... When can something I, happen? I don't care about any of these people. Even even the supporting characters. Like, I love Michael Shannon. I love um, Ewan Bremner. I love um, Ike Baldwin. But... I just do not care. It's like, for example, I'm I'm just bringing out scenes now, but when Alec Baldwin <laughs> says, I'm going to fly with you boys because I respect you, and it's like, oh, come on. No, you don't. You want a bloody medal? But, 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 you want the honour? You want the fame? It's just, it treats its audience like schmucks. Yes. And it's like, okay, well, have one of those scenes and it will be effective. When you've got five of them, it's just diluted. Minutes. Yeah. Now, I did get a little bit upset. Not upset, but I did feel it a little bit when at the end where they had other coffins and they had... Um, Kate Beckinsale. No, not her. She's the make Aff- cry. Affleck. No, not him. You and uh, Bremner. Sick boy. You and Bremner. Yeah. And he was crying over his fiancé's yes. thing. Because he is the only one... Out of everybody there who was full on breaking down, mm. crying. And he gives such a good performance. And everybody else is like, oh, I'm just going to dab a little tear. I'm going to like salute them. But, you know, I'm really upset. But I'm not going to show it in any way. And he's got, he's got about the only real emotion of this whole film. Yeah. That 30 seconds, but, but it- him breaking down. No, I agree, but you just actually reminded me of something else there. It's like this whole love triangle thing, how Titanic was called Titanic, and yes, it it, it tells, tells the events of Titanic, but it does so with good performances, good yes. characters, yes. and is genuinely at times like explosively cinematic. Like mm-hmm. Jim Cameron knows how to make something look like to scale. Yes. Now... When you've got f- shots like this in Pearl Harbor, it just doesn't have the same oomph as Titanic. 
Um, and, and you can see that this is trying to be the new Titanic as well. Yeah, it, it, it has some of the same elements, and but yeah, it's. It just doesn't quite hit the, hit the target. It doesn't hit the target, but but it's not telling the story that's interesting. Like the whole Ben Affleck, Josh Hartnett isn't interesting. You do have some interesting characters in there. For example, you've got the Cuban Gooding Jr. character. Yes. Who like Cuban Gooding Jr. who just came off, maybe like just maybe about three years off an Oscar win, and yeah, he's he's sort of delegated to this very very minor role, but as a, as a slight comment on. African Americans, but that's it. And that's you've it. you've got this interesting oh, guy of dealing with the race in the the navy, mm-hmm. dealing with the fact that he was at this event, and then he was the first African American to 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 get the medal that he did. Doesn't um, really know what he did. It, but the, his story is the more interesting story it of is. this film, and it's it's I mean, a it, real story. Yeah, it it's might, a real it, person. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it does actually say it. Come, so he's probably one of the only real characters. In it? Wow. Actually, that, that, that just clicked to me then. Because they said on the end, and he was like, oh, blah, 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 and he was the first African-American, but the first, but there's been so many, which, of course, there should be, because anybody mm. who does something, just, just ba- America baffles me with the segregation thing. But anyways, um, he's the only real person in the whole thing, and you can see him... Um, boxing and winning yeah. and him saying about how he when he was talking to Kate Beckinsale he's like oh yeah I came wanted to see the world and I'm stuck in a kitchen well, won't let that, me train yeah, the one or do you... anything so I think like, his story tell his story his would be actually fascinating it would be amazing and then then his um, captain is like uh, saying just before they got hit and he's like oh yeah I heard that you never really lose a fight and he's like oh yeah I'm just lucky and he's like no, no, you're not lucky. And he's like, I'm actually really proud of you. Yeah. And the guy's like, that means a lot to me, given how I've been treated by other officers. You can see. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, tell his story. Way more interesting. Absolutely. You don't need an illegitimate child and a love triangle. Just see it from literally like below decks and where yeah. he would have been treated. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think... It's one of those things because I mean, did I absolutely hate it? No, but I just think it's a missed opportunity. Oh god, I, yeah, I didn't hate it, but I haven't seen I ha- because I hadn't seen it before. I waited to it, expecting more. Yes, you want a lot of explosions. It's Michael Bay film. You've got explosions mm. coming out the hoo ha, everywhere. You you want a weird romantic scene and some parachutes you've got that too which creeped me out because some poor bugger's gonna have to then use that parachute yeah you, you just crack it it's like you, you put this one it, it didn't deploy why because it was stuck together yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's like come on at least have some, some it was just such a lack of respect for other people and that's it and I think the people are. were so boring that it just didn't ever really capture your imagination no. or, or give you the sense of the horror of war there's one other person right what's her name jennifer garner Is yes her when everything's happening and she literally breaks down she's like i don't know what i should be doing mm. after they've just found um betty dead yeah. and she's like crying and she's like near hysterical she's like i don't know what we'll be doing because 
that would have probably been quite accurate. They'd been there for what, how long? Literally just dealing with people with like midgy bites and sunburn. Mm. And then this happens. They hadn't had anybody with any kind of serious no. war injuries. Probably just getting pissed and falling over kind of injuries. And then this happens and all the horror that's happening around you. So, okay. Two. Two interesting emotional performances. Both of which, if you put them together, take about a minute of this film. Yeah. That's it. It's a good minute. It's problematic, isn't it? Oh. But, but I think, I mean, do we have anything else to add? Probably won't watch it again. Oh, do I, I can never see myself watching it again. I can never, ever see myself watching that film again. Which yeah. is a shame because, again, I do like Michael Bay movies and I like yeah. Michael Bay, but it's just... Bad. Yeah. It's just which is quite good because this is the first time we've actually properly agreed on a bad movie <laughs> yeah. and we can just rip on it it's the film that we neither of us have seen and we both don't like but, it but, 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 but we've actually, before we finish actually it, it, it does kind of treat its audience like idiots too because like you've got the whole japanese subplot to it where a the, the, good the, man would not have would wouldn't have uh gone to war or something but, but so, it's, oh. not, it's not even that but it's like they're ripping off pages of a calendar that's counting down <laughs> yes. to the 7th of December. And it's yes. just like, whatever. It's even even after the fact, and, and Japan have did what they did, and they're going back, and he's congratulating them on, on a successful mission. And they even have to, like, pay the... American even have to pay themselves a compliment and saying, oh, I think we've woken a sleeping giant. Yes. And it's like, oh, come on. No. Have a bit of humility. And that's the thing, this film this film does not have humility at all. I wanna say something. Maybe a bit thing. But I've seen a few films similar to this. When it tries to be that patriotic, yeah. there is no room for humility. No. You can't admit that you are a fallible person. Yeah. You something was done wrong. You are now so strong and you will so win and everything will be Amazing. There is no room for humility. Mm. Which is a shame. Yeah. But I think that's probably it on Pearl Harbor. So that's History Makers for this week, but we will go back to our quintessential Christmas movie. So that Yay. is that will be next week. They they are picked and we will yes. get them watched and we yes. will get them all out next week. And as I said, if you if you have any of that you think are the quintessential, do get in contact with us at at his film her movie on Twitter, at his film her movie podcast on Instagram, and the following week we'll do our alternative Christmas movies as well. So get in contact with us. One. Good. I think I need to ask you if you think it's alternative. Enough. Okay. Okay. Always thinking. I'm thinking. But I have mine. You have it? Yeah. Gosh, you'd have yours. You're always so blooming organised. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that, 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 it's that, an that's insulting it, that, that's compliment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You've insulted me, but in a really nice way. <laughs> and I think that's it for this week, to be honest. That is us done. Um, We'll be back next Monday. And yeah, that's bye for me. And it's bye for me.